Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This Cincy Bengals made me want to slip my wrists. Sick. So sick of this. I want to slip my wrists. There we go. We got it through. And welcome back to Fuck You. We like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting to my left today is... Lloyd Johnson. And sitting on the other end of the Facebook Messenger call is... Jay Armstrong. Jay Armstrong, longtime friend of the podcast, longtime friend of the Cincinnati stand-up comedy scene. How have you been doing, man, during the COVID quarantine? Been holding up, uh, dealing with all this bullshit? Man, it's been weird. Uh, I, I, I sacrificed everything, everything, for a decade to be able to make a living as a comic. And then it was just ripped away, <laughs> you know? Uh but it's given me time to do some other things that I've needed to do. I've been threatening to write a book for like 15 years. And uh, just like your, my life. is it basically your memoir kind of in a way? Kind of, it's kind of, but it's written like an autobiography and that it's like linear. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's in chronological order uh, where a memoir is not necessarily that way. Memoir uh, is like, I'm leaving. Here's my final words. Kind of, kind of. It's, well, memoirs are just not uh, autobiographies put together with a chronological point. A memoir yeah. is just however you... Whatever the fuck you want to do. Usually a memoir has like a uh, like a moral, you know what I mean? Like some, some message that that person wants to get across. And so they'll tell the stories in an order where it makes more sense for that. Yeah. Uh, where, where mine's not. And uh, I mean, it's uh, some of it's pretty raw, you know what I mean? It's a story of child abuse and drug addiction and, and prison and violence and homelessness and recovery and hope you know what i mean uh yeah but uh and then i've also i've dug into photography quite a bit i actually went to college for photography when i was like 17 and uh damn i never got a degree uh and the the art school that i went to is now like a uh, nursing assistant school which is antonelli uh it used to be antonelli college of art and design you know what i mean and now it's like medical coding okay uh, but, uh, I didn't, I didn't get a degree. Uh, but so I, but what I did, I, I came back when I, when I started digging in, like with, I already had the knowledge of light and composition and how aperture works and how shutter speed works. And so there was a few things that I had to, uh, adjust to with the digital camera, but, uh, I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun. 
What yeah, made, I mean, besides like your whole story in general, because you have like a really insane story. Just like what made you want to do this besides your insane story? Uh, well, I mean, there was a few things. One is, is people kept telling me I needed to do it, you know. Uh, so being somebody who was addicted to heroin for a decade and then came out on the other side alive uh, and sober. Yeah. Uh, I've been picked up by the news a lot. Like, anytime they need, like, a feel-good story to let people know that there's hope. Like the time you uh, whipped your dick out for Harambe? Yeah, that was great. That was actually completely different. That was because Amber and I ended up in a flash flood on 71. <laughs> Dude, that was a fun... picked up my little cabrio and took us, like, 100 yards. Okay. But that's, yeah, that's why we ended up on the news that time. Which, those memes were great. And I think my favorite one was just the one that said Jay Armstrong got a pretty good hand job under this bridge. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Uh, but the uh, the Harambe one, man, kind of went viral for a minute. Like, it made it onto Reddit and got pretty high up there for a while, which I didn't put it up there. Somebody else did. I'm sure some one of our Facebook Cincinnati stand-up comic or Cincinnati who used to do comedy and now just resides on Michael Kurtz's Facebook page... Just put it on Reddit. Yeah, there's quite a few of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian Million. Um, Brian see. still does comedy as much as anybody else does, man. Yeah, no one does it. No, no one really does it anymore. Like, I'm doing like a, I'm doing a 25-minute set on Sunday for the first time, and it'll be my first set uh, in a month and a half. Right on, man. I did an hour at Land of Illusion like a month ago. And uh, it was weird because I hadn't been on stage but two or three times in like four months. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I got the opportunity to do it, and they were like, we want an hour from you. I thought it was an hour-long show, right? They were like, get two openers, you know, and you'll do an hour. So I was thinking, like, I get two openers, like they do 15 minutes each, and then I do 30. But that's not what they wanted. They wanted those dudes to split an hour and then me to do an hour. Oh, outside. so two-hour show total? Yeah, outside, 40 degrees, like, Man, I was really, really happy with how it went, though. Like, I was really worried before. <laughs> so how uh, was the crowd? Like, were they socially distanced at all, or? Uh, not really, man. I mean, there were, they were, there weren't a ton of people there. Uh, yeah. But I, I held about 20 of them throughout the whole hour, like, standing in 40-degree weather. Oh, and shit. so bad, dude. I'm wearing these bands that they're, like, canvas bands. They're not, like, the suede bands. <laughs> Yeah, because they were so cold, and uh, that was like the thing though that I thought about when that was over. Like those people were standing there in the cold. Like I had them, like I had them enough where they stood there in the cold, and uh, that that felt pretty good, you know, to think about that. Uh, just like how cold you were, basically. Well, well you kept them there. Down I mean, it was causing me physically physical pain. Like, it was so old, my feet, like, literally hurt. And so the audience was going through the same thing, yet they chose to stay. I mean, they paid $50 to get into a, a theme park, and instead of going and doing the theme park stuff, they stood in the freezing cold and listened to me for an hour. <laughs> so that was, uh, that, it, that made it for me. You know what I mean? Like, like they stayed there and listened to you and risked hypothermia, basically. I mean, they probably weren't going to get hypothermia, but they definitely weren't comfortable. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's hard to get people inside to listen to you for an hour straight. I don't know if you've ever done an hour, dude, but it no. is, uh, sometimes, the most I've ever done professionally is 90 minutes. Shit. And, uh, that was after 14 hours of flying and being in airports, and, uh, 
Oh, what's the town called? Yakima, Washington. Oh, God. Here's the other thing. I didn't even realize... I didn't even realize I was doing 90 minutes, man. I thought it was an hour. So this one particular agency that I worked through, like, all the contracts are exactly the same. They all say BPG-13, you know, 60 minutes, blah, 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 blah. And so I just I don't even read them anymore. I just wait till I get there, and I ask them what PG means to them. You know, like, how clean do I really need to yep. be? Because PG in San Francisco or Sacramento is not the same as it is in, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska. They're, they're yep. very different. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Thanks. And uh, I just wait until I get there and ask. And uh, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm wrecked. I'm just drained. I've, I've tra- been traveling straight for 14 hours. I get in the dude who's picking me up his truck, and uh, he's like, we've got two hours listed for you on the schedule in case it, you know, it takes us a little while to get people in there. And I was like, all right, because it's at this convention. And uh, I was like, you think it'll take an hour? He's like, well, it might take like 30 minutes at most. That's what we scheduled for it. And I was like, wait a minute. Am I doing an hour and a half? <laughs> he's like, yeah, the contract says. And I was like, oh, I should read those. He did not think that was funny at all. Like at all, at all. Yeah. And if you had, uh, so Lloyd, if you had to bet on how many contracts Jay has never read, is there like a website you would go to or just a place you would just like place a wager? I go to bet online. I go to bet online to do that as well. Man, the bets that bet online has are really unorthodox. I really say. But they have normal bets too, they have sports bets because the wait is finally over. Football is in full effect, with many teams, uh, except for the Bengals, strutting their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals, to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses bet online your online sports book experts 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 dude so what you said you said they have some like unorthodox betting that that was me joking about my terrible segues oh okay i was gonna say i want to know what it is uh me like when i was in prison we would race roaches and all kinds of stuff really yeah man do you want to talk about prison life, or is that just behind you? I mean, uh, I'd like to think it was behind me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. We don't like <laughs> no, just like just like the crazy things about it, and just like racing. Is that what you guys did to pass time? Was just race roaches? Yeah, dude, it's really boring. It's not like Oz, not in the Midwest, anyway. 
<laughs> Once you get out to like California or whatever, or New York, there's a ton more gang activity, and there's some gang activity here too. But it's not insane like it is in movies. You know, not in the Midwest. It's not out, out. You know, in, in uh, you know California, some of those joints are pretty insane uh, most of the time. But you know, not it's not like that here. So we even had we had a uh, a dryer, laundry dryer rodeo. <laughs> we held the doors open, but push the button in, and people would climb in and see how long it takes to be in it. <laughs> That's that sounds the dude like. That one got out, it was fun, but the dude that one that got out and had a seizure immediately. Dude, he was in it for forty minutes. <laughs> that would be terrifying. It was. Uh, it was. They wanted to know first why we were all in the laundry room, and then why Steve had a seizure. Man, it was uh, was interesting. We we're on lockdown for like two weeks. Oh shit! That, I'd be the worst like other inmate. I'm like, he said he had a seizure because fuck you, you're a bitch. That's what he said. Right. <laughs> 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 <No. laughs> he said right before he got in, hey, if I get out of here and have a seizure, Lieutenant Courtney's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I just watched that. Because I was watching that show, sixty days, uh, sixty days in on Netflix, and is it any? Have you seen that show? Yeah, but that's jail, 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 and uh, the prisoner's different. Yeah, so I, actually, jails are, are a lot of times, especially like in the Midwest, and uh, are more violent than, than prisons are. Yeah, uh, the level of violence is not as high. You know what I mean? Like it's not as extreme violence. Like you rarely have murders in county jails. But the tension, especially there's a lot of younger dudes, most of the people haven't been sentenced yet, so they're all still fighting cases. They all think they have an idea that they can get out. They're worried about what their women are doing. You know what I mean? So there's a lot more uh, stress and anxiety, so you get a lot more fights that pop off. But, uh, yeah, you know, I watched that show, and and I I feel like you should always know who those people are. You know what I mean? Like suddenly cameras show up when a new inmate shows up. How dumb are these inmates? Yeah, it's real dumb. Well, aren't I mean? I'm like they have hidden cameras. It's like a real recording crew. Yeah, and they have people constantly going out and to do like interviews and shit. Well, I mean, they get caught. They're not that bright. Yeah, no, because one dude like spilled the beans. Yeah, one dude spilled the beans about how the fact that he was like on this show. But I can't watch the chick that fell in love with the other chick and told her. Got put out. I'm not sure. But you know, uh, you know who else really, really failed this week, and I mean, failed very, very hard. What the fuck happened last week? The goddamn Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> We're getting better at our segues, Lloyd. I like it. But the Bengals aren't really getting better at football, are they? Well, who knows? <laughs> yeah, they lost. Uh, They're keeping it a secret. Yeah, they lost uh, thirty to seven. Uh, it was I. So last week on the podcast, I said that Andy Dalton. My bold prediction was that Andy Dalton would have the biggest fuck you game of his life. And and he didn't like put up crazy stats, but he still like kind of had this fuck you mentality afterwards. I mean, he was definitely way more reliable than he was here. 
Well, yeah, because he had like fucking Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and no, Michael. He had an offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it, I mean, you can't compare what he's doing now to what he did here. They're not the same circumstance. Like, I watched a play the other day. Uh, it was a highlight from the Bills where he had 13 seconds to throw the fucking ball. Against the Steelers defense. I don't remember if it was that or I don't remember who they were playing. but I remember Josh Allen played the Steelers. Who were about to roast. What? Well, the clip, I don't remember where it was from. It was just like a clip because someone was like, I've never seen a play take this long. And it literally is him standing back there like, Matt, no, all right, no, no. And at one point, he literally puts the ball down by his side, still in his hand, and looks like he might run, and he just steps aside. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is it? Like, watching it, being used to watching Bengals games and shit, like, I was just like, this is the longest play ever. It was like 13 seconds. He had like 13 the, seconds. Yeah, the play took a quarter and a half. That was anybody, who ta- anybody who takes snaps, though, is a bingo, man. Like, getting used to uh, having only like two seconds to figure out what you're going to do. Like, you should thrive anywhere else when you have real time to figure it out. Yeah. It's like when Andy Dalton goes to a team that has a line. It's all of a sudden he's like, yeah. he's not balling out, but he's not throwing three picks. No, he's producing, though. And that's, I mean, that's what matters. I mean, as a, as a fan, you want to see the big explosive crazy play. But, I mean, that's not always what wins games. You know what I mean? Being a steady, reliable producer, that's... Which is kind of what the doing. Steelers are. Yeah, they're dangerous with the explosive play, too, though. Yeah. The thing with the Steelers, though, is they have three receivers who we will get to. Um, but they are all equal in skill level. Like I would, like it's hard to say. It's not only hard to say who the best of them is. It's hard to say who the worst of them is, because I feel like they're interchangeable by the week. Right. Like one week Juju Smith Schuster is the best. One week Chase Claypool's the best. Some weeks James Washington's the best. We'll get to them. You know who's never yeah, the best? I think it boils down to yeah. who they're not double-teaming. Yeah. But you know who's never the best? Ben. Yeah, he's the worst. We'll get to him. But I will say Brandon Allen, I didn't think he was all that bad this game. No, he looked pretty good. He looked all right. His final stats were 27 of 36 for, I believe, 215 yards, if I'm not mistaken, and a touchdown to Adriel Jeremiah Green. Um... It was the, the what killed the Bengals. Obviously, the big story of the game was the turnovers. Not only the turnovers, but the turnovers in Cowboys territory. Yeah, like there was there was one play where I forget who fumbled the ball. It might I think it was P Ryan. P Ryan fumbled the ball, and then Alden Smith looked down. He's like, "Oh shit, the ball's on the ground." He took it and ran sixty five yards to the house. Yeah, man, I was watching it, and it was it was sad. But part of me, part of me wants as a fan, you know, the part of me that's saying there's a plan here, right? Like this isn't just them being terrible. Part of me watching that was like, is Zach Taylor really trying to get a number, another number one draft pick? Like, is this on purpose? Is he trying to get uh, Penny Sewell from the guy from Oregon, the number three pick, 
which the, the, I remember the one time the Bengals drafted an offensive tackle third overall, he ended up being one of the best offensive linemen ever. So that would be nice. You hope that he turns out to be Anthony Munoz. You hope. Yep. But you can't I'd be guarantee happy it. Jonah Williams stayed healthy for more than half a season. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. My theory was you draft Penne. Penne, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. But you draft Sewell. You move Jonah to right tackle. And you put Penne at left tackle. Keep Trey Hopkins at center. Keep Suofilo. And then fucking find a guard in free agency. Do what you can. Take Hart out behind the shed and just... And and shoot him, or even worse, vaccinate him. I mean, we could just put... We should get an actual Bengal tiger. <laughs> I know somebody who might like go down with that. Guy, like a... Ooh. You know someone who would do that? Get us a tiger. Oh, yeah. Lloyd, you work at the zoo. Get us a fucking tiger. That, that was a joke we just had. I'm autistic. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm autistic too. I know, but I'm the dumb kind of autistic. Unless it comes to math. Yeah. We're all dumb. It's fine. We're all dumb in our own way. Jay's laughed at me I mean, about it for years, fan. but no, it, it. Every time Jay makes I, like you've poked fun at it a little bit, but it's all been all in good fun. Or at least that's what we convince your autistic. Yeah, guys. you know. The what? I actually pulled him aside at Thompson House one day and was like, hey, it's time to stop letting people make fun of you. Like, and apologize. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that or not. I don't, I don't really remember I that. Took, I do remember I that. What are you saying? I definitely took it farther than I should have more than once. Oh, it's all good. I will say, we'll get back to the Bengals in a second, but the Thompson House was a fun, it was a fun mic for a long time. And I remember going home every single Monday smelling like cigarette smoke. I had some of the best sets I've ever had there, and I've also had some of the worst. It was a, it was a unique experience. Oh, it was, it was very unique. But we like place. six hours there a week for like three and a half years. I watched Bruce Leonard do a half hour there one night. Man, I let Jonathan Caldwell do a half hour once there. Jesus, I could not stand that guy. Part of it, like, for five minutes straight, he rolled around on the ground making fart noises. <laughs> it was the most beautiful thing I had ever seen. Everybody's like, you should stop him. I was like, we technically don't even start for another 20 minutes. I'm going to let him do whatever he wants. All right. So, anyway, back to back to the Bengals game. I was The one thing that shocked me about the Bengals game was, was the fact that Gio wasn't even the leading rusher. He was not even close. It was... Uh, uh, Trivion Williams, who I think had uh, forty-five some yards or something like that. He actually looked pretty good. He was he putting up some pretty good runs. Because he was like Trivion Williams was kind of like the guy who was he was like the late round draft pick. I think he was A and M. I want to say, but he was hurt for a while, and then he just came out and it was like, oh, he can finally be a guy. So I see Trivion Williams as a guy who could be. The guy who takes the role of second fiddle once Geo becomes too old. How old is Geo now? He's not a young man. He was, he was uh, one of the draft picks 
that the Bengals acquired when we traded Carson Palmer to the Raiders. The Bengals got a 2012 first rounder and a 2013 second rounder. The 2012 first rounder was Drake Kirkpatrick, and the 2013 second rounder was Gio Bernard. He's only 29. Yeah, running backs don't age very well, though. So who knows? I think, I mean, I think Gio still, do you think Gio still has years left in him? Yeah, he's got a couple years in him. Because the Bengals, like, Gio hasn't been the three-down bell cow back. I mean, he can't be. He's not. He's not. He's not that guy. He's like he could be like a pass-catching back. So he could, he could be a third-down back for a while. And the fact that he hasn't been that bell cow back probably explains why he's been able to last as long as he has. And that glorious mustache. Oh man, Gio, <laughs> Gio, and the goddamn mustache. That thing is so cool, man. It really I, sometimes it makes you do cooler, but like that dude, it's a cool mustache. I like it. No such thing as a cool mustache. There's no such thing as a. I mean, I'll, I'll shit on Billy Divorce mustache any day of the week, but there's not a cool mustache in this world. Not even Super Mario. Not even oh well, Steve Harvey. I get it, but not even Tom Selleck. Not even Burt Reynolds. No. Nah, man. You gotta Google Alex Jones mustache rant. You'll understand. No, 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 I definitely don't have to do that. I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, Alex Jones. Uh, it's an interesting piece of work. Yeah. The guy infuriates me. He's the worst. Um, we're about 24 minutes in. I think. So, what are your overall thoughts on the Bengals, like going into like the last three weeks of the season plus? Whatever we have going on, maybe potentially in the off season. What do you th- what do you, th- you think Taylor stays beyond this season? Man, I, I hope not. Honestly, uh, yeah, I, it's really hard to say, man. Anything that I want Mike Brown to do, he does the opposite. So, <laughs> do I think he'll stay? Probably. Should he? No. I feel he the same way with me. In two years. So I feel the same way about Mike Brown, which means he'll probably be alive next year, too. <laughs> I mean, 2020, I mean, if Mike Brown survives 2020, he'll survive anything. Mike Brown will live to 133. Ugh. From what I understand, his, uh, his lineage has the same football philosophy that he does, and I don't know if that's true or if they're just playing the game so they, they can be in Daddy's good side. Yeah. dying may not even be helpful. <sighs> It'll still make me feel better. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I get that. I We've get that. maintained for, for many, many, many weeks that the day Mike Brown dies will be the funniest Facebook comment section in history. I mean, if, if they don't dissolve the team before then, which they should. <laughs> It's like, it's the difference between, like, I've always said Burrow will be the difference between the Cincinnati Bengals and the St. Louis Bengals. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not working out. Yeah. If, if they leave, like, if they leave Cincinnati, this is a completely hypothetical situation. Could not be. Who knows? Their lease is up in 26. If they leave Cincinnati, where do they go? 
think they just dissolved the team, man. Back to work <laughs> on Home Depot. <laughs> I didn't hear you. What did you say, Lord? Back to working at Home Depot. Back to working at Home Depot. I mean, they already got the orange and black. See? Yeah. There you go. Do you think they'd be working well, at... I think, I honestly, I think that Joe Burrow should sue Mike Brown. Yeah. For not finding him a line. That's what happens when your attempts to get a line are just other teams' sloppy seconds. Right, if you don't want to pay for it, you're not going to get it. Yep, you get what you pay for, which is um, ACL surgery on Joe Burrow. Right. The, the ACL surgery today, though, isn't terrible, man. I had one done in, like, 96, and it was awful then, but they, they're way better at it now. Yeah. I'm sure, like, because I'm sure he had to, like, shave... I'm sure he had to shave his leg. I'm sure he might even might have even had to shave his balls. Well, he did. I don't, I don't understand the relevance of, of that, but we'll yeah, get to man. that in about five seconds. If he did, where do you think he should go to get the tools to do so? Do you think he used Manscaped? I bet he would. I think he would too, because support for fuck you, we like the Bengals comes from Manscaped, who is best in men's below the belt grooming. Jay, strap in for a bunch of puns. The holidays are here. Have you made your wish list yet? Our sponsor today has the number one wished for gift this year. Manscaped, the best in men's below and above the belt grooming. Manscaped is here to ensure you're taking care of your manhood and your nose hairs with their new performance package. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. So, Jay, um... So it tells us here to talk about your feel, uh, your feelings on long nose or ear hair, and he's gone. But Lloyd, uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Since you were plugging Manscaped, yeah, see that right there. Oh, you got it. You have Manscaped. That is, yeah, that's the preserver right there. No goddamn shit. Love that, that dude. Is, uh, Look, I even got their uh, their foot deodorizer. Man, they really fucking go all out, man. Yeah, dude. I got some, some ball wipes from them as a free gift when they re-upped my, uh, my blades. Fully support that product, man. Dude. I really do. And this isn't just like a kissing Andrew Stevens' ass, which, first of all, we haven't done this in a while. In a while. Shout out to our podcast daddies at Armchair All-Americans. Andrew Stevens, we love you guys. Thank you, Pod Daddy. Thank you, Daddy Daddy. And you too, Daddy. Uh, I just squeezed Lloyd's nipple. Um, I mean, he actually just grabbed my nipple ring thing. <laughs> but it's okay. Yes. So you're not a fan of, like, long nose nose hair, long ear hair? Nah, man, I got it to a old man now. I'm 41. Yeah. I got the ear hair coming. Dude, it really is. Um, but you are in luck. Because the Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an an attractive box that says your balls will thank you with the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person could find. It'd be a surprise for Alex, an attractive box. Hey, fuck you! (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I've had to power through... Man, the boxes might get more attractive. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had to power through some boxes before, but... Not the first time he's given a dog a bone? 
Oh! Like a literal well, one. Well, here's the thing that surprised me when I ordered the, the kit. It comes with like a uh, like a fake newspaper with a story about how grateful your balls will be. <laughs> That's real fun, dude. It is. I enjoy I enjoy quality products, but especially products that uh like they're meant to be entertaining as you're like unboxing it or whatever. Yeah. So that's something that we have now that they definitely didn't have. Like all these boomers, like all oh, the sixties were great, the seventies were great. Opening a box was never as enjoyable as it is today. When when YouTubers started doing unboxings is when buying stuff truly became fun. Yeah, because people want that like they, if you get that reaction video from a dude with like 700,000 subscribers, that's automatically a million views and a shit ton of buys for your product because they want that fun like, oh, I'm going to do a reaction video too and it's going to get 200 views, but who gives a shit? Yeah, so it, and, and you get like a real nice leather uh, carrying thing for it and I was doing a lot of traveling still when I first got it, so having like that nice travel pack like meant a lot to me and I didn't have to pay for that part. That was thrown in for free so that's yeah, awesome I fully support that product man it's uh it's a quality product i love that included in the new package is the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer which is waterproof and uses a 9000 rpm motor power motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system look guys 79 percent of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. The dads can't stop talking about this, the teens secretly buy this, and the women will love you for it. Tis the season to manscape, so you tis the season to manscape. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget about their famous liquid form. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts: the Manscaped boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com thank you manscaped for making our holes look sexy get 20 percent off lloyd's face was appropriate there yeah get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code armchair what are you waiting for go whack your weeds and make santa Proud. Now, now, I gotta get that nose and ear thing, man. I got this cheap one from somebody else. They didn't have that when I bought mine. I've never like had like I've never had really bad nose and ear hair, but I'm like I saw a couple in there like the other day, and I'm like, oh god! And the manscaped ad reads just like kind of popped into my head. I should listen and when I. If you I, get older, you'll you'll get more as you get older, man. I anticipated that. I mean, I probably do, but I don't like standing in front of the mirror. Yeah. So I just I just don't. I haven't cut my hair or trimmed my beard in, I don't know, over a year? Well, my beard I trim, like... Periodically? 
and if you had to, and if you had to bet on how many nose hairs I'll have in the next five years, is there a website you would go to? I'd go to bet online. I go to bet online too, because the wait is finally over. Football and nose hair betting is in full effect, with many teams and noses strutting their stuff. You might not be at a game or nostril this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts so just, uh, just to point out the the betting thing where i told you i need to start betting on fights yep i did and i put in 50 bucks and that's what my bank's at right now what the shit so, you went you is that oh went to our old one yeah um so you want to talk about uh a couple fighting things real quick because there were a couple fights that happened within the last you're a fighting guy right jay uh, I'm a fighting fan. A fighting fan. Fight. I'm a grandpa now, man. Yeah, I'm not a fighting fan. I don't fight anymore. It's a young man's game. Um, no show. Because I was going to talk about like the Jake Paul Nate Robinson fight. Did you watch that one? I did, and the only thing I care about, I don't. That fuck that fight. That's a, a guy with an amateur boxing career versus a guy who was okay at a different sport years ago. Yes. I don't care. Um, but Jake Paul is now trying to pick a fight with Conor McGregor. And that's not the fun part. The fun part is Amanda Nunes says she wants to fight him. <laughs> and Dana's like, I'm almost I'm almost willing to let this happen. He's not you, going to though. He's uh, not. He might. God hey, hey, damn. The Floyd the Floyd and Connor fight would have never happened without Dana. That's true. If uh Do you think okay, so Logan Paul now wants to fight. He is going to fight. He Floyd. is fighting Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. Do you think that's even going to be close? No. The it's greatest boxer. The, the greatest boxer of all time versus the greatest douchebag of all time. It's, it's, I'll say this. I'd rather fight Floyd now than Mike at Floyd's current age. Yeah. Yeah. Tyson, Tyson can still kill you with his hands. I deleted my Twitter because of Mike Tyson. <laughs> what happened? I uh, his, his assistant at the Tyson Ranch reached out to me. They had seen some of my recovery comedy videos, and they were doing a fundraiser for this recovery center in uh, California. And uh, I actually got booked to perform on a show for Mike. And uh, I got bumped off of it because Russell Peters, the guy who was headlining it, wanted his people to open for him. So me and the other recovery comics all got kicked off the show. Uh, but I had said some things about Mike's past and related them to Mike Tyson's Mysteries, the cartoon show, over the years on Twitter. Uh, in fact, what I said more than once was, Mike Tyson's Mysteries is my favorite cartoon show where the lead character is a convicted rapist, right? <laughs> uh, and so I started trying to like search through my Twitter like to find those keywords so that I could find those and delete them, right? And then I just was unsure about it, right? I'm about to be at Mike's house. You know what I mean? Like, in his house. Uh, Not the place you want someone finding that tweet. Right. I, I just imagine him, like, me standing there talking and then feeling a tap on my shoulder and then, like, I saw your tweets. You know what I mean? And that, 
Get Zach, Zach Galifianakis real like, quick. Yeah, so I just deleted the whole thing. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I agree 100%. If there's anything I thought I did that would upset fucking the scariest human being I've ever seen, yeah. Yeah. And even now, if you go to uh, Google and type in uh, Mike Tyson Comedy Show, the flyer with my face on it comes up. No shit. Go to images. Man. You gotta scroll down a little bit. That's dope, though. That is dope. Yeah, Russell... It would have been a lot dope if I got to do the show. <laughs> I'm surprised Russell didn't send you money. Yeah, I never heard from him. I only heard from Mike's assistant. He might... What was weird is I got a, on my fan page, I got a random message from this guy, you know, claiming to be Mike Tyson's uh, assistant. And I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like 90% of my friends are comics. You know what I mean? So I just assumed it was somebody fucking with me. And uh, so the dude's email address was his name at TysonRanch.com. So I go to the domain, you know, to see what it is. And it's Mike Tyson's platform. Uh, so then I, I Google the phone number the guy gives me. And the, the city is right. And uh, I was like, I wonder how this guy even found me, you know. Uh, so what had happened, he had, re- he had Googled recovery comedians. And I came up and he contacted the agency. So okay. I didn't know that at the time. So I, I contact the guy from there and I'm like, hey, hey Rich, is there any chance? I got a weird question for you. And he goes, is it about Mike Tyson? And I was like, yeah, man, it is about Mike Tyson. And uh, he's like, yeah, they called me and they want you to do it for free. And I was like, man, the story I would get out of that would be worth it. You know what I mean? As long as they're paying for all my, my shit. And he's like, you're not doing it for free. I'll negotiate something. And so Rich and, and the other guy both get back to me with uh, an offer of 500 bucks for like 20 minutes. And I was like, yeah, dude, yeah, I'll, okay. I'll absolutely do that. Like, I totally would have done it for free if Rich would have let me. Yep. <clears throat> the reason I was saying about it, Russell is a buddy of mine. He was booked on a show, and then the show got canceled and then put back on, but put back on with Russell. And Russell has a contract with the guys he has open for him. That they have to do so many things, or they do so many, you know, things with him. But he, Russell Peters, out of pocket paid everyone else that got bumped off that show. Because they they were explaining what happened, and he literally sent all of them twice what they would have got paid to do the show. That's nuts. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, if he had known, he might have. I've never been a huge Russell Peters fan, but... uh, between that and then one of my buddies who does like had a sketch show and has worked on a bunch of other stuff out in in LA he was like dude that dude is out of pocket paid to keep the theater they were doing open for like a year and a half because one of his friends loves going there or whatever like it seems like Russell Peter's a pretty pretty stand up dude when it comes to stuff like that that's that rules man but you know what doesn't rule? Bengals. Well, you know who Bengals. else doesn't rule? The Steelers. Are you ready to take down these goddamn Steelers, Lloyd? Let's do this. Steely McBeam. Steely McBeam. Steely McBeam. Well, first of all, I shouldn't say that. It's fine. Steely McBeam, he looks like he should be attached to a metal rod on a foosball table. 
I always thought he looked like Bruce Campbell with jaundice. <laughs> Here's the thing a lot of people don't know about Steely McBean, man. Like, they assume that he's supposed to be, like, this blue-collar, like, steel worker with a 5 o'clock shadow. Yep. But the truth is, he's a, he's a corpophiliac, and he is just in love with feces. And that brown stain on his chin is not 5 o'clock shadow. It's actually human feces. <laughs> That's why Cronin played him so well. It's uh, it's I not. Look what that was, coprophile. He's a coprophile. Nice. And the owner, Art Rooney. I don't have anything on him, so Lloyd, what you got? Art Rooney looks like he has a poster of Pat Sajak above his bed. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is wider than he, Alex. He looks like he's about to tell uh, a middle school in like 1991 that they're going to lose their funding for their music program. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is wider than Alex drinking a White Claw on a bird scooter. <laughs> I do enjoy all of those things. I do enjoy most of those things. Uh, particularly a mango white claw. So white. <laughs> and the GM, Kevin Colbert. <clears throat> Kevin Colbert looks like a sitcom dad from the 70s who doesn't approve of her daughter's new non-white boyfriend. It's funny you went with sitcom. I said, Kevin Colbert looks like he's trying to be every cast member from the show Coach all at one time. <laughs> I think it looks like Pete Rose if Pete never took steroids. <laughs> Coaching. This guy. I don't have any proof that he did. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coaching. Mike Tomlin. This dude. In 2013... In 2013, Mike Tomlin tried to kip Ravens kick returner Jacoby Jones while he was running downfield, which was highly unnecessary. And besides, everyone knows that the best way to stop a Baltimore Raven is to watch hotel security footage. <laughs> yeah, you can't really see that, but that's how you stop a Baltimore Raven. Is to watch hotel security footage. I don't know why, but I always feel like Mike Tomlin looks like that uncle at the family gathering you avoid so you don't have to hear about the lizard Illuminati. <laughs> you have anything yeah, on old always, Tomlin? He always, he, he always looks like he's on some kind of beat, man. <laughs> like, he, like every single thing is just incredibly intense with that dude. I, I feel like Mike Tomlin is the kind of dude who you walk into his house and he tells you to take off your shoes and you take one accidental step onto the carpet and he stabs you. <laughs> so he's got Bernie Mac eyes and Bernie Madoff personality? Yep. Uh, he, uh, I don't got another Bernie to throw in there. but uh, <laughs> he, uh, I see what you did there. He, uh, he, uh, he looked at that dude as a had a lot of stories if he wasn't a famous football coach a lot of stories about him would start with local Pittsburgh man ends up in jail <laughs> stabbing over minor incident <laughs> speaking of people who should be stabbed quarterback Ben goddamn Roethlisberger the guy who will probably never retire 
What do you have on old Ben <clears throat> Roethlisberger? It's funny you say that. He, uh, in an interview the other day, he said he may be ready to hang up the cleats after 17 years, which is on brand for him. Usually if it's over 17, he's not into it. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger looks like he was repeatedly... S- go ahead. Ben Roethlisberger looks like he was repeatedly stung by his team's bumblebee jerseys. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely looking weird and swollen as he gets older, man. Yeah, dude. What do you have on old yeah. Ben? You always enjoy shitting on Ben Roethlisberger. I do, but I'm trying. I'm trying not to go the, the routes that I follow. I will not notice this in any of his other headshots, but the headshot that you're using here. Like, you can tell he's had his nose broken repeatedly. Yeah. yeah a, lot of, a lot of the girls fight it's that. like, real crooked. <laughs> a lot of the girls. <laughs> and one of his eyes is bigger than the other man. <clears throat> Again, a like, lot of the girls fight that. Yeah. He's definitely caught a leap press on nail to one or the other. His left eye is Ben, and his right <laughs> eye is Roethlisberger. Oh, come on. Nothing. Here's the thing about Ben, man. Ben is like that guy the high school that you just hated and just thing worked out for him. You like, kind of cut out there. What would you say? You just hope that something did. I said Ben is that guy that you went to high school with that you and all your friends hated, but everything seemed to work out for him all the time, yep. no matter what. Like the dude could get hit by a car. And he'd end up with a lawsuit with a ton of money. Uh, just, yep. I just hate the guy. And, and every like burn, burn that I keep going always goes back to sexual assault, which I guess makes sense because so does Ben. I don't know. <laughs> no, a friend of mine got free college because uh, she went to a party he was at when he was at Miami. Really? Oh, and they're wow. just like, the, her scholarship was a hush money scholarship? She didn't have a scholarship, but she went to school for six years for free. <laughs> After filing a couple of complaints on him, and I don't know how much of that I'm allowed to talk about because I know she had a an NDA. Yeah, he's <laughs> a good friend of mine. Yep, and As she was until you just got her screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's already spent that money. Uh, and the backup quarterback, we always talk about Ben every year, the backup quarterback, Mason Rudolph. Last year, Mason Rudolph allegedly said the N-word to Miles Garrett, which caused a huge backlash among the general public and his jersey sales in Pittsburgh to skyrocket. <laughs> um, looks like Taylor Notler. I was reading an article about him getting hit by Garrett, and uh, a few of the guys on the field repeated what Alex just said, that he had used a racial slur before he got hit. When they interviewed uh, Mason about it, he said, I forgot what exactly was said, and then he replaced his new soft spot cover. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have anything for him, obviously. That's all right. And I have a little bit on one of the ugliest men there is. It's partially because of alopecia. But third stringer Josh Dobbs. Oh, boy, this guy looks terrifying. He looks like a chess bishop. (laughs) 
goddamn funny. Thank you. Oh, I didn't even write it down. <laughs> he looks like Ryan Shazier if he was mentally paralyzed instead of physically. <laughs> wow, yeah, that was exactly funny. I was going to say the same thing. The what? I, I was going to say the exact same thing. That it looked like he was Ryan Shazier if he was mentally crippled instead of physically. Yep. Great minds. Great minds think alike. Where do Pittsburgh find genetic? Who knows? But it's like they find these like genetic freaks, man. Like, what is it from drinking the water in Pittsburgh that causes your hair to fall out? <laughs> no, they they like picking up people with alopecia because everyone in Pittsburgh they're alopecia shits. Turn to your right. <laughs> there we go. We got the high five in. Let's move on. Smack me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm not gonna smack you. I will smack this next dude. Running back. Running back James O'Connor. Man, that is one tough dude. <clears throat> he has survived cancer, half a dozen serious injuries, and he shares the locker room bathroom with Ben. <laughs> he survived all of those things. That's a tough dude. <laughs> Uh, James Conner looks like Aaron Hernandez if he was an openly gay man instead of a closeted one. <laughs> I watched that documentary too, where they said that that's the reason he killed people is because he was secretly gay and wouldn't come out. Yeah. And he had a gay lover in prison. Dude, have you ever heard of someone killing themselves in a more like, I'm for sure doing this kind of way though? Like, that dude hung himself with a bag right. over his head after slitting his wrist, taking pills, and he poured soap and shit all over the floor so they couldn't even lift him up if they got into the cell. That dude, Aaron Hernandez, was for sure taking himself out. I'll give him props to that. They say he always was great at completing his routes all the way up until the end. <laughs> uh, you got you to... Gotta... They say you got to commit to it. Do you have anything on Connor? Man, he looks like the dude, he looks like some real 21 Jump Street. You know what I mean? Like a 40-year-old dude. Like the it looks like Hoshimi a... meme. Like, what's up, fellow kids? What's your, what drugs are we doing today? How do you do, fellow kids? He looks like West 103rd Street. <laughs> oh, I got it. And you have a bunch on the backup running back. University of Kentucky guy and guy who was on my fantasy team for one week before he shit the bed, Benjamin Snell. Go for it. What do you got on Benny Snell? Do you have anything on Benny Snell? Yeah, I do. I was seeing if he did. I did not. I didn't do the back, all the backups. <clears throat> all right. Uh, no, I said Benny Snell looks like he just got back from a vacation where he finally got his groove back. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was all I had on old Benny Snell there. Um we'll move next to uh Anthony McFarland. Anthony McFarland. Um didn't she run the bar on the Star on Star Trek Next Generation? <laughs> <laughs> was that fucking uh Nichelle Nichols or something like that? Whoopi Goldberg, bro. Oh, okay. It was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> 
Alex is 12. We have to... I think Anthony McFarlane looks like Lil Wayne if he never straight the straight and narrow path. <laughs> I think last last time we wrote him, I said he looks like not Lil Wayne. He looks like Big Wayne. <laughs> a lot of guys, a lot of NFL yeah, players look like, like Lil Wayne. I got a Lil Wayne joke coming later on. Now this dude's got the facial stuff. Uh, and uh, next guy up, one of the shittiest Watt brothers, Derek Watt. <clears throat> what right. do you have? So I was reading an article, and uh, one of the NFL insider guys said that TJ and JJ Watt look like they look and play like they were made in a lab. I was like, if that's the case, his parents mm-hmm. must have went to fucking Quest Diagnostics for Derek. <laughs> And we're gonna start. He's the, Danny, he's the Danny. He's the Danny DeVito to the other two's Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Twins. <laughs> he's uh, what's Brad Pitt's brother's Is name? That too old a movie for your guys' fan base? Yeah, uh, no, maybe. No, no. I'm just as old as you are, bro. Uh, his old his Brad Pitt's brother's I believe's name is Who Gives a Shit. I can't. I want to say Donnie, but I know that's not it. But Brad Pitt has a brother that just has like a normal ass weird name, and it's it's just got it's just got to be rough to be that guy. Yeah. Um, we will move on to the wide receivers. Wide receiver. Um, like I said, three decent wide receivers, but for the purposes of this podcast, they all suck shit. Starting with Deontay Johnson. What do you got, Lloyd? Deontay Johnson looks like sad, uh, Sinbad's Madame Trudeau wax figure. <laughs> do you have anything on Deontay, Jay? Yeah, he looks like a substitute teacher who wants everybody to think he's cool so he can save the bad kids, like stand by me or lean on me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, like I mean, he, I'm like the sub-teacher. He just got one. that haircut yesterday to try to fit in. And look at that. He did the mustache. Dude, it looks like, uh, what was the guy? Like Gomez Adams. He's got Gomez Adams' mustache, and it doesn't connect to the rest of his beard, which is all scraggly. I feel like that's a pretty good picture of what Pittsburgh is. A bunch of <laughs> shit that doesn't fit together and doesn't work on its own. <laughs> and uh, the other guy... Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster, both mainstays of touchdown celebration highlight reels and seventh-place fantasy football teams. <clears throat> Apparently, Bills players got mad at Juju for uh, him dancing TikTok dances on their logo pregame. I got mad with him for being a grown man that knows TikTok dances. <laughs> I know like two of them. Who knows? And I'm I'm getting into TikTok. I'm legitimately getting into TikTok because I recognize that like it ha- kind of has to be a thing, and it kind of increases your platform. Like, look at fucking, look at Jason Banks. Do you know that dude? Banks killing it right now. But here's the thing: Jason Banks is an incredibly talented dude that's killing it right now. Yeah, he's really funny. He, he's he a, didn't just get lucky with TikTok. Like, he's super talented. He's a Columbus comic who I believe has what I I want to say 1.5 million followers. Yeah, I was really mistreated. I just uh, turned on. Going up every day. Oh yeah, he what he does is absolutely unbelievable. 1.4 million as of 
what I'm checking right now. It's pretty nuts. Uh, we'll get back to the roasts, and instead of talking up our friends, um, wide receiver Chase Claypool, the rookie. Uh, Chase Claypool, believe it or not, was on my fantasy. Right. Go for it. I just want to let me throw this in on Juju. When I Googled him, just to kind of to, to do some research, one of the first suggestions is when you type his name is, is Juju Adopted. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Doesn't seem like parents who plan on keeping the name of their kid Juju. Um, and uh, like we said earlier, the third, the third uh, string on the, on the receiver core Chase Claypool, he's been pretty good. Um, he was on my fantasy team for one week, and after a week of one reception for negative two yards, I dropped him faster than a pass thrown to Deontay Johnson. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> I don't know. This is how deep I had to scratch because we've already roasted these guys a few times. And uh, so Chase Claypool says he's Canadian, but his head don't even flop. I think he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad that I'm laughing at that right now. <laughs> I'm I'm a little upset that I said it out loud. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> uh, all the pictures that I find of found of that dude, he he looks like he has a white person's dreads. Like he looks like he's in danger of being yelled at for cultural appropriation. <laughs> um, there's I think there's a meme of him that says something like. Uh, when NFL players go to Burning Man or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, dude. He looks like a hippie in every picture, which makes me hate him even more. Yep. Uh, and the uh, next wide receiver, James Washington, who has a very, very busted face. Uh, like, what the hell happened to James Washington? Just Does he spend his free time riding on Ben Roethlisberger's motorcycle? <laughs> He looks like Bernie Mac right now. He actually now. spent his for his uh, his internship. He spent his internship and his college years uh, as a Somali pirate, actually. <laughs> uh, so, uh, fun fact: Josh Dobbs was like an intern at NASA. Yep. And James Washington was one of the celestial bodies that he studied. <laughs> that, that I tried. Uh, no, I, I like it. I, it was a weird way to go with that. I, I was not expecting you to take it that way. Uh, it almost seems like uh, some kind of homoerotic craze. <laughs> you want this celestial body. <laughs> My staring at the camera made that very weird, and I recognize that. <laughs> uh, we will move on to the fifth stringer, the absolutely adorable Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, people are make uh, last week uh, a couple weeks ago when Washington played Pittsburgh. Their uh, the play by play guy for Fox kept calling him Ray Ray McDonald. The play by play guy kind of screwed up. To which Tom Brenneman said, "Eh, could be worse." <laughs> and we don't have any tight ends. Uh, we're gonna do some little unorthodox just to make one of my jokes work. We're gonna go defense first. We're going to start with Cameron Hayward. Cameron Hayward looks like Ice Cube if his song It Was a Good Day 
was about the time he went to a CeCe's Pizza Buffet. <laughs> uh, do you have anything on the defense at all? Uh, well, with Hayward, the picture that you use doesn't really fit it. But in a lot of the pictures that I found, he looks like uh, like a Hispanic Viking. Like he was, like he went to Hollywood with dreams to be in a show. He didn't even consider, like he he was too dumb to know what a Viking is. He just knew that he had to have a beard and crazy hair. (laughs) That's fair. I like it. And uh, next up on the defense, the only other guy I had, Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds looks like Lil Wayne if he was arrested for illegal possession of finger guns. <laughs> Terrell Edmonds looks like my fourth grade guidance counselor. <laughs> she was really nice to me. What? So I feel bad for laughing at that. It's all good. Yeah, I feel like Terrell Edmonds, like he should be running one of those... Uh... Those churches, what, what do they call it? Uh, I had it written down. Uh, ah, the uh, the churches where they say if God loves you, like you end up making a lot of money. Oh, like a mega prosperity church? Prosperity doctrine churches. Prosperity doctrine churches. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But he looks like he should be scamming people in the name of Jesus. <laughs> yes. Jolo shit. Uh. And now let's go to the O-line. First up, Alejandro Villanueva, who looks like Cameron Wayward. (laughs) It's funny, but I'm not sure why. The the rhyme worked, I feel like. That's why all that switcheroo for, uh, I'm not sure if that works. I like it, though. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next up, uh, the last the guy we have. Look, the, the longest thing, the longest word, the most complicated word that he knows is his own last name. <laughs> uh, we'll skip, we'll skip to Castro because my jump is real dumb. My joke is real dumb. Uh, finally on the list, we have Marquise Pouncey. Marquise Pouncey looks like Carlos Mencia if he overinflated his nose and lips instead of his ego. <laughs> he looks like Carlos Mencia if he was beating up Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that he dude looks like Carlos Mencia fuck Chris Brown. <laughs> he was um he was a huge uh, Aaron Hernandez supporter. Like he was like best friends with them like in college and shit. Wonder why? Yeah, he's a real he's a real tool. They were getting real pouncy after practice. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's really it. Jay Lloyd, I think we got him pretty good. I think so. I think we got him pretty good too. Let's move on to those predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. This is going to be real rough. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a recipe for disaster for the Bengals because it's a Monday night game. 
against the Steelers, who always step up their game against the Bengals. And on Monday night, and after they've just lost two games. They lost to, I didn't bring this up, they lost to a mediocre Dallas team who had just lost really badly in a game that was played five days prior to the Sunday game. They didn't have a lot of off time. And they and the Cowboys still came in and just destroyed the Bengals. Washington or Bills? Or no, the Cowboys. So what I was getting at was the Steelers are going to clap our cheeks on Monday night. Yeah, that sounds nicer than what I was expecting them to do. So <laughs> it's not going to be a good one, man. It's going to be. I'm predicting by at least twenty. I think the, the question is is not do we win or lose, it's which one of our starters gets hurt. That's a very... I think Gino's done right now. Uh, who do I think gets hurt? That's a really good question. This would be a good bet online question, I like who gets T, hurt. I think T. Higgins ends up... I think T. Higgins ends up with a career-ending injury. I was literally going to say the same thing. I bet it's T. Higgins. He's got the most hope and... and Whatever behind him, I'm sure the Steelers will fuck that up somehow. Amazing receiver. I'm gonna. He's so athletically talented, man. That's that's the only way the season could get worse. He gets up with an injury that takes him out of the beginning of next season. It's gonna be either him or Drew Sample. The two guys are shine. I was thinking Sample. I. Who else could get hurt? This would be an insane like. I'm. Oh boy. I'm going to say Allen. Yeah, Ryan Finley finishes the game. Yeah, that's my bold prediction. Ryan Finley finishes the game. Because Allen's gotten pretty banged up. Like, he, like, dude's a kind of a bruiser. Like, he played hurt for a little bit. Like, there were moments, like, he was, like, he couldn't move one of his legs. Like, he couldn't put any weight on it. Like, he was, like, I, like, there were times where I just made a point to, like, watch Allen after the ball was released, and he was, like, hopping around and shit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that was going to be my bold prediction, is that Allen cuts off his foot and just is the first player to finish a game with a peg leg. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a flex one. Oh, I know that reference. Uh, I think final score, 31-13 Steelers. Say 27-7-6. Man. We got a lot of faith in our team, guys. Yep. This is the I mean, most... It is what it is at the point. This is the most hapless Bengals team I, I might have ever seen, and that is really saying something. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. Let's close this out. Let's close this motherfucker out because it is 11.40 at night. I got to edit this shit. Plugs. Jay, uh, plug your shit one more time, man. You got some shit to plug. Uh, you can check out my website. It's the letter J Armstrong dot WTF. J-A-R-M-S-T-R-O-N-G dot WTF. It's a real website. Uh, look for the book coming early next year. Uh, the book's called There's No Such Thing as Home. Yeah, uh, and then uh, 
I'm going to be publishing uh, my uh, my photography portfolio soon. I got most of the stuff that I want people to see, so that might be something that I'm wrapped up in after I complete the book. That rules, dude. And then maybe, just maybe, if, if this fucking vaccine works out, maybe we can do stand-up regularly again. I know. I'm getting that shit the day I can. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up now. I just saw like the first person I know personally that got it. I went to it was a girl I went to high school with, and she was like, I think she's like a frontline healthcare worker or something like that. So she's like first priority. Uh, as far as blogs, let's say uh, VA knows a lot of people. Yes, Lloyd Johnson just did a podcast with former host of the pod VA Bennett uh, called "VA Knows a Lot of People." He really fucking does. And um, Lloyd did the podcast. I hope to do the podcast sometime. I still want to do the bastard sermon. I'll, I'll talk to Cody. Uh, I'm wearing a bastard sermon T-shirt right now. No shit. <clears throat> yeah, we uh, we actually talked about you on the episode. I did. Right on, Patrick. The guy, uh, one of the guys from the show, uh, is the guy that designed my current shirt. That if I was doing stand up, I would be selling after shows. Oh uh, yeah, Pat Cita. Um, I'm good friends with Cody Hucker. Right on. Yeah, I like Cody a lot, man. And Luke. Oh, those dudes are all good dudes. I get along with all those dudes really well. I've done that podcast like five or six times, I feel like. Maybe it's just four. But it feels, it feels like more. Yeah, I just did it the once so far. Uh, me and Cody just were bullshitting one day on uh, Facebook Messenger. And he was like, do you got to tell me some of this shit on the podcast? So it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out Bash Determined. VA knows a lot of people. Nasty Boys. Uh, Thunder Slime. Uh, Mr. Cheeks, uh, you wrapped that up, but it's great. Uh, I got uh, uh, not too many stand-up plugs because it's very, very spotty for me right now. This Sunday, I will be headlining at Wiley's doing their Sunday showcase. I'll be closing out the show. I'm going to try. My goal is to try to do a half hour. I don't know if I can. It'll be a reach, um, but I'll try. I'll fuck with people. I'll try to do that. January 29th, I will be a chameleon in Northside opening for Billiam DeVore. He's going to do a little headlining spot. I'm assuming that's still on. Um, Lloyd is going to hate this next sentence more than anything I've ever said, which is saying a lot. Find me on TikTok, motherfuckers. He thinks I hate TikTok. I don't, I don't, I just... It's just... Don't have a reaction. Except to find out that I'm horribly white. I hate TikTok. It's, okay, so, my honest-to-God opinion, my honest-to-God adult opinion, some of it is absolutely fantastic, but a lot of it is annoying. It's all young people, so it's all annoying. Yeah. Get off my lawn! Yeah, dude. (laughs) I think, like, I don't know... We're there, man. I'm I get out with Gary for too much. We're we're just uh, we're old men now. Yep. Yeah, dude. I'm a grandpa. I am a grandfather. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised as bad of a person I am that I raised a daughter where she's 18 and hasn't had one yet. But I, yeah, I will be soon. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, you got three years on me, exactly. right? Yeah, I'm 41. Being a grandpa is actually pretty cool, man. Yeah. But all that being said, 
That's all. all that stuff's awesome. Check out Jay's website, his photography portfolio, his book. Um, check out Lloyd's shit. Check out the VA knows a lot of people. Come see me do stand up. Come check out my dumb TikTok videos. It's just, it's my only outlet right now since I don't have stand up. But for now, Jay, Lloyd, Lloyd, Jay. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. We, we like, like the Bengals. Bengals. Come on, man. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.